All right, we are live. Tap and Birdie, Sony Open Week. This is a new location, okay? Very new. Uh, this is not my normal podcasting studio. We are out in my den. Um, we're not, you know, like secluded. Like anything could happen. Like right now, parents are getting a free listen to tip, but obviously I've done hundreds of pods. And I've never had an issue with my mic or anything. And I legit couldn't get any of my mics to work, like not even just my computer. Um, so just massive technical difficulties today for TIB. But we got to do the show. Yeah, we can't not do the show. Like I was thinking, are we going to postpone it? Are we going to go tomorrow? Are we just going to say fuck the Sony? Like I, my mind was swirling. So I'm happy we came up with something. No, because as you know, um, this has been a, a long time coming. I've invited you um, on to maybe three or four times with with zero luck. You just keep dodging me. Something's going on. You're like in Disney. Like you're like, like Taisha Obachi with your girl. Like something's always up. And you, I originally wanted you next week, um, but you were like, no, like can't do it. I'm like, we'll switch it around. We need Matt Gannon on the pod yeah well i i did want to come on for all the times you asked but i mean life happens i had shit to do but we are here sony open literally one of my favorite events how could you not love the sony so like, <laughs> who doesn't love the it. sony like who said everyone the PGA tour is dead i mean truly no, we have the sony we have the sony we're like great field full field bunch of guys bunch of different numbers like Liv didn't ruin anything. Like we're good. We're ready to go. I think bunch of, bunch a, of different numbers. That's the key. That's the key thing. That's so the key many different <laughs> numbers to bet from. Like truly, um, like there's just so many options. Um, yeah. This week. so many books. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to to Sony. I, I you know I kind of have a a new you know lease on golf betting. Like I'm I'm kind of you know, putting less, just kind of betting who I want and not trying to make these massive decisions, just kind of get a card early in the week and Play just guys, yeah. go from there. Like, so that's kind of been my strategy. I'm, I'm hoping to continue that um, into this season, but you know how it is. You know how hard it is to construct um, a card. Um, you oh, take, I know, yeah. You have a lot of different um, processes and, and strategies that you um, use when, you know, finalizing a nice 7x return um, card. And, you know, as someone that always likes to know who everyone else is betting and and everything, it's tough because I, I want your card early and you, you always got too yeah. much uh, too much going on. Yeah, there's always – a multitude of thoughts on Monday, Tuesday, until the chart breaks loose at 5 p.m. on Tuesday. Have notifications on, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like you're always texting me, Matt. What are you thinking? Who you who you like? Who you like? I'm like, give me give me some give me a few hours. So, I mean, we're here. The card is complete, but it's definitely a process, like you know. But yeah, I wish I was a little bit more easygoing with it, like you are, because it's just better off that way. It's better off mentally, just to yeah. just bet your guys and run rather than just be like. Bang, bang, bang. Gotta know this, this, this. But yeah, I, I like to bet a couple early uh Monday that I know will will change. Um, and then I just, you know, we'll go from there. Yep. Shop books and everything. Um, so last week 
uh, TFC, this century, your guy, your freaking guy, one of you know the greatest golf bets of all time, Chris Kirk at the Honda. You were on him, goes out and wins century. So, of all results um, on the PGA Tour on a on a week to week basis, you just kind of have like mm-hmm. a okay, like I would be surprised if this happened. Like this makes sense if it happens. Never in a million years would I think Chris Kirk would win this specific tournament. Like Chris Kirk probably could win, you know, an elevated event or something, but Chris Kirk winning tournament champions just with the right. winners over the past 10 years is just a very odd result. Very odd. Like you look at the century winners, you're thinking a guy who's going to take advantage of the distance, take advantage of the par five, shit like that. Not saying Chris Kirk didn't do those things, but Chris Kirk is just not the golfer of that you think would do those things. He's the plotter. He's a dialed wedge or dialed wedge player. It's that draw. Like just not the century Kapalua golfer you would think, but it's my, it's my guy. So no beef. Happy Chris Kirk got it done. And like we, the, my thing is that like, we've really had like a lot of like big dick winners at TOC. Like there yeah. hasn't been like a random. Well, it's because of the field. Well, it's because of the, it's because of the field. Yeah. Like, Cause it, it's only, it was only like X amount of guys. Now it got yeah. expanded and, which is a good thing. I'm happy you got expanded because we got to see a 200 to one winner or whatever he closed at. So we would have never got that if the field stayed the same way it was. Only that Harris English when he kind yeah, of. Yeah, I guess. Ha- okay, I guess if Harris yeah. English, can, I mean, he's a Travelers champ, um, won a yeah. U.S. Open, uh, not really, but you know, basically won a U.S. Open that Pretty year. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much better at golf Harris English is than than Chris Kirk. I mean, they're pretty comparable. Um, I think but, Chris Kirk's significantly better. Not significantly, yeah. but like but but definitely better. It, it is crazy. Like Chris Kirk had in top 10 since the Valero. Uh, yeah. I was amazing to start the year last year. Like top five, like a bunch of weeks and then one. Um, but like didn't do anything after. Played lefty for two months. Um, goes to an event he hasn't played in like seven years and just goes out and wins. Like it was a very, very random result, like a Kurt Kitty Ahmed API or I don't know what else. But it's just I never, ever would have expected. But the the, be- the funniest thing about it, like even with Kurt, like Kurt almost gagged it. There was never a moment on Sunday where uh, Chris was like, I'm like losing. Like there was never a moment where he was like, shit. He had that one failed up and down for birdie yeah. on the yeah. short par four, but there was never a moment where like he hit that bad shot and had to recover like Kurt did at API when he went yeah. uh, OB on number 10 or nine. Like Chris just hit good shot. Good shot just capped off by that dart on 17. Like yeah. just as Chris Kirk, as stoic, as less yeah. dialed and boring as you could ever imagine. No, watching him, it's like, how does he not top 10 every week? He never misses a shot. Like he genuinely, right. he literally just hits like a three yard draw every <laughs> single yeah. hole. Like, I, he never missed a fairway. Like his drives are amazing, and he's just an amazing iron player. Like the putter is obviously not great, but watching yeah. him, it's like, yo, like how does this guy not um, win more? But I know, like uh, he, he's a different type of dialed because, like, when like those like elite players get dialed, like you're like, holy shit. But when Chris Kirk dialed, it's just so like mellow and like. No, and dang. the funny, the funniest thing about Chris Kirk is that Jers and I obviously love to golf. Um, we're very in on our golf swing. And it's like a joke between us that if you're ever not swinging it well or you're not having good swing thoughts, 
yo, just swing like Chris Kerr. Like, just swing yeah. like Chris Kirk. He has one of the best swings on tour. Nothing's rushed about it. It's a swing that it looks like you could do. Like, he has great tempo on his downswing, where I know a lot of amateurs, like, you, you get really quick and you hit it all over the place. Like, so it's always been a joke. Like, yo, Chris Kirk, like, just, just model your swing after his. Um, so we should have known that he was gonna, no, we shouldn't have known that no, we shouldn't have known. <laughs> too obvious. Yeah, I get it. No, I get it. Um, but we did have Sahith Tagala, um, our guy 80 to one. Um, yeah, a know, lot of us were on that. Yeah. Kind of fucked me early in the week. Um, as, as many of you know, um, I'm big into my first round leader process and I am very much so. I've hit some winner. I've hit some first round leaders where it was just my outright card. I've hit some first round leaders where it was losers that I didn't think could win, but were good course fits, and they were first round leaders. So it's like I don't really have like a full method. And all last week I was like, I don't really know what to start the year off with. I wanted exposure to Collar, Colin, first round leader, just because he's really good here. I don't know if he could win, but he could definitely shoot a low round. That almost worked. Um, but if I just Bet my first, bet my outright card first round leader. We would have had a nice cash. I wouldn't have cared at all. So I think that means going forward this year, it has to be just my outright card and maybe. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I think you should just, since you started it once, it's going to, it's going to come back and circle around. Just bet your opposite guys. Have, have your first round leader guys, have your outrights. Like you could be happy sometimes both ways, sometimes neither ways, but I don't, I think. Just stick to that process. You already started it, 2024. Bet separate, guys. That's, that's my know. info. But I do have the first-round leader this week, Emiliano Grillo, first-round leader. Um, that yeah. is a nuke play. I bet Because of the tweets? Because of the tweets? Not because of the tweets. He's a first-round leader guy. Um, He's a good golfer. I'm big on like, him this year. He won Colonial, like, comp. Like, he can't win. Um, I like Grillo this week. I like him first-round leader. He was slammed on Bookmaker, which always – turns out well for first round leader. So um, I like that. But Thieg's, it really felt like um, – it really felt like um, – I'm just comparing it to one of my other outrights. But it felt like Hoblin at BMW where, like, Scotty is Kirk and he's, like, playing really well on the front nine. And it's like, yo, there's yeah. just no way he catches up. And then both teams just – I mean, both um, guys just go berserk and the other guy kind of falters a little bit and then he turns out. So I really – had confidence in Tagala winning after he birdied um, 16, the short four. Um, and Kirk didn't get that up and down, and he was kind of like lax on his putts. And I was like, okay, like we might yeah. have some shot. Like Fix has all the momentum. So I really like oh, that sure. aspect of it. Um, but honestly, Kirk probably would have birdied 18. 100%. Um, if I, don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's 100% because – like, I think Thieg's problems on 18 was that he just didn't get enough distance off the tee and that it was harder for him to get it close, like get it on the green. And he kind of was left with that awkward chip. But at the same time, yeah. Scotty and Jason Day all didn't reach the green. Um, yeah. On he, 18. He said, so, he's, Thieg said that he wishes he could have had that second shot back. He said that was the mistake. He was fine with the chip, fine with the putt. He was like, he tried to just do too much with the with the hook yeah. at second shot and he's left it out yeah. there. but. Is what it is. Yeah, I, and I, because um, 
Kirk was like minus two fifty all day. Like right before he hit his approach out in the par five, he was like minus one twenty. Um, and I literally just like bet a grand on it, like because yeah, I had a win. nice ticket on Thieves, and I was just like, I didn't think I was gonna get the opportunity to hedge. And I was like, I'd rather just if I win three grand versus four grand, like I'd rather just have something so I could lose it all um, next week. But good start to the year. Like I'm, I'm happy um with it i'm happy with the result um things was it was a good bet I, i'm glad i got a sweat like it was fine I, I was i was fine with it and i like the expanded field like you said yeah definitely got cool to see some new names at that golf course even though like i don't like that golf course but seeing those new names in the prime time slot which was cool yeah no i i enjoyed it and uh like i said i like the expanded field um other hawaii event this week sony open um what is your you know what do you like about this event what's your history here um like is this an event like guaranteed winner or, or what yeah i mean we know what we're getting with uh wildlife it's pretty straightforward cookie cutter event that we see not only this week but we see it a bunch on tour um i've never hit a winner at this obviously the russell henley debacle uh when a few guys had Russell Henley two years ago, had that five or six shot lead, whatever it was, going into the back nine. And I wouldn't say he blew it to Hideki, but Hideki yeah. went scorched earth mode and stole the win from him. And yeah, that was uh, definitely some history with the event. One of my better DFS weeks came that year, though. Uh, but besides that, no real history. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I like this event because um, it's, it's MLK Day weekend. And yeah, I have Monday off, so like I really enjoy like a nice Sunday outright viewing experience where I don't have to go to work the next day. I can have a couple beers. Um, so I, I like this tournament because I always remember having Monday off and um, enjoying it Sunday night. Last year I had Hayden Buckley um, eighty to one. He got run down by Siwoo. That was pretty painful um, at this event last year but i'm you know i'm hoping to to turn things around and um and get get a nice winner this year yeah that was definitely a tough scene for you last year that was one of the most mad you've ever been on sundays because that, that, that was because i because it wasn't a normal sunday i was i was boozing so that it, that yeah. always elevated I remember that. um that was a, that was a tough scene but sony open talk about the guys talk about the odds board um and no what is the most jeff just reminded me what is the most famous um i completely forgot about the most famous uh sony open moment was when you bought a plane ticket to florida with your russell henley winnings and he didn't win yeah i kind of thought that's what you're insinuating i didn't want to bring it up but yeah i did buy a plane ticket to florida before russell henley lost the event when he had that five shot lead on the back nine yeah it you live and you learn that's all I but the pro it was a good process week like the process yeah, it was great process was week. there great. um got a got a vacation out of it so how could i be upset yeah and you live there now so it's fine you didn't miss yeah. out on no beef um, did not miss out on much um are you are you enjoying your time in in florida like good move like better than jersey like florida is the place to be Oh, yeah. I mean, 100%. I don't know who would uh, argue with me there, but I will be probably coming back to Jersey in the summer 
and then just becoming a snowbird at age age 24 so no i think that that we're, i mean we gotta hit we gotta hit the bar hit the bay in, and the bar belmar um and Manasquan, like my spots like you know how yeah um, you know how it is um it is but yeah we, we gotta play some golf this summer um and and get down to the to the jersey shore maybe we'll hit up kyle shout out kyle hell he's he's a huge jersey guy um we'll just we'll have to um we'll have to hang um you want to get into the to the odds board sony let's do it so many numbers just so many numbers um i won't i won't spoil it but um you're betting ludwig this week um you know the 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 debate is out whether or not he's good at golf or not. I would assume you kind of lean on that he is good at golf, yeah, and you're definitely. in at eighteen to one this week with Ludwig. Yeah, I got him at seventeen to one. I uh, I definitely took the stand on Ludwig is great at golf okay. uh, when he first came out because remember how polarizing Ludwig was. Like people legitimately like hated the guy for no reason when he came out like Ludwig sucks. I know he, like, I mean, he was never like the best, but I am betting the odds on favorite this week, which uh, I don't, maybe on the DP world tour, I do a lot, but not yeah, really every week on the DP world tour. Yeah. But I'm betting Ludwig this week. I just weird. When you look at his results, he's done so well on these shorter positional golf courses, which you wouldn't really think that he would just based off how long and straight he is. But I really think the only problem in his game right now is the middle to long iron play. And he's not going to have that much here is if he's yeah. hitting those long and straight drives and he's uh, dialing in those wedges. But we saw him win the RSM. We saw him win over in Switzerland. We saw him contend on a few golf courses that are just like this. So um, all of those golfers like Justin Thomas of the world got their first wins on like these style of golf courses before they merged onto the major championship venue. So I think Ludwig's just going to follow those, those uh, footsteps and, I want to buy him before it gets too late because before he gets into like the 10 to 1 range every week. Not saying that he's going to, but it could always happen. So I'm going to buy the 17 in a fair field. Yeah, I think that um, he's, I'm seeing 18s out there available. Um, but yeah, I, I think it is weird because I think it makes sense that he would be better on like a Bay Hill, Torrey Pines type course. But right. the two courses he's won at haven't been. Um, haven't been those types of track. They've been like short positional courses with a lot of wedges. But I think that last week wasn't great for him because his length wasn't getting um, exactly. like rewarded because everyone was hitting massive crazy drives. Um, with especially this Max. Week, yeah, especially Max, my guy. Um, yeah. Like just responded to me on Twitter. Um, like truly no big deal. There's um, <laughs> like we're best boys. Um, but um, yeah, he – because I think that at a place like this, actually, like his driving ability will be rewarded more than last week. I'm not betting him or anything, but I do think that he might be better on shorter courses to start um, his career. Than yeah, that like, could definitely change too. So but yeah. I'll just buy what we've seen so far. Yeah, I think me and you both are kind of bypassing the 18 to – to 30 range at least currently like the fitz hattons i think they're both good numbers i just don't think they win well, I, well um, i'm not because i'm betting ludwig so yeah uh but after ludwig after Ludwig. oh i mean i can bet them both that'd be total cops harman um i you know harman's my guy obviously 
I just I don't know. I don't think him winning the open like if he didn't win the open last year, I think that it would be like you're really gonna bet Brian Harmon at like twenty five to one. Like he never wins. Right. Like I think I don't think the open changed his career trajectory where he's just gonna go out and win a bunch. And I know, you know, he's obviously a good course fit, but I just his course history isn't that spectacular. And I, you know, he played great last week, but I'm just really not seeing another win super quick to his major victory. Like, again, I know we joked about, like, I'm sure he could finish like T7, T10, yeah. but I'm just like out on Harmon. Like, I just don't think he's going to win again. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And even if you look at his recent results, which look great on on paper, a lot of them was put, were puttering around the green uh, base. He's not really hitting the ball great, but he is a good enough player to get it done without being in the best form, especially in this field. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if I, – I think he will be, will be like in the conversation, at least heading into the weekend, but – I do not see him winning this field. So I, I'm winning this event. So I think we're on the same page there. Yeah, I, I'll be curious to see how he plays. Like, I, I honestly, like, if he really steps up, like, I, maybe things at the Open really did change him. And what I will say about Russ Henley, love a good trend, is that two years after he blows an event, like, he usually plays really well. So, like, Wyndham 2021, he blew it. Year after, it was average. And then the year after, he almost won. Two yeah. years ago, he blew this event. Last year wasn't very good. So that's a trend. I'm just putting it out there. But I do think he's being a little bit slept on. Like, I don't think a lot of people are betting Russ this week. And I think that kind of happened at uh, the Wyndham. Yeah, 100%. And I did throw some on Russ Henley, first-round leader. Gave that out on yeah. five grand golf bets. Shout out SGPN. But the reason that like, I, I probably would have bet him this week, but he's coming off the worst iron week he's had since, like, 2017. So I was, like – not gonna do all that if he is hitting the ball that poorly so um hopefully it could have just been like a poor week in hawaii maybe get the kinks out but i love russ so i hope he does well this week sprinkled him first round leader but i am uh not doing the thing but i do agree with you maybe a little bit slept on yeah um connor's i'm out on um i'm sure i'll finish t12 um but i'm just i'm out on Corey connor's um this week, it's actually interesting with Kirk is that I think more people think that he actually can go back to back than like a normal week. Like I don't know why. It's because it's happened. Like with with Camillo, like the recently, it's recently happened. Camillo went back to back. Not not no, he went two one, but still, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and like it was really Glover last summer. Can uh, you let the people know in the chat what you're looking at because they're asking? Just so the can you keep game. that. The yeah, the Islander. Game. I'm watching the Islander game. It's um, important. No, no goals have been scored yet. I bet the over, but it's fine. It's it's honestly um, all good. But yeah, I think like normally a week, it's like like even like the famous when when Adam bet Glover at St. Jude. I'm like, dude, why are you betting Glover? Like that's the worst bet I've ever seen. He just won last week, and then he won again. So, but I think this week people are like, yeah, like Chris, because it's so funny. If he finished second, every single person would be betting him because he has. Oh yeah, he's unbelievable here. Like he truly I, has some of the best literally. course history of anybody. And I tweeted out like Chris Kirk most tipped by a million like last week, thinking that he wouldn't win the century because he was yeah. just like in the mix. And then he obviously went on and won, so that wouldn't happen. But yeah, I guess he is a little bit more popular than 
we were normal to see a winner. We normally see a winner. And I think that the number is pretty fair. I mean, it's not a 90 to 1 Lucas Clover, but like I think it's pretty fair. Cole, I'm out on. I don't think he can win. I'm sure he can no. finish T5. I'm out on him. Feigs, bad course fit. I do not like really? him. I would actually target him in matchups. Actually, I really don't think he is going to play well. Um, ever since um, he won John Deere, um, he's kind of been my guy, uh, JT Poston. Um, and obviously, obviously have the master's ticket on him, uh, 320 to one, you know, that's a lock. Everyone should bet it. Um, still available. It won't be after this week. It will not, no matter what happens, it will not be available. Um, after this week, but yeah, was on him at, at Shriners and he's just someone I think is going to have a good year and win. And he's been playing some really, really consistent golf dating back to last summer. Like, he's really put in a lot of really solid results, a lot of really good finishes. Easily could have won the Shriners. And, again, like, he has two PGA Tour wins at his age. And he has the capability to win PGA Tour events. And this is just a great course fit for him. He wins on Bermuda. He wins on shorter courses. He he wins on wedge courses. And honestly, the thing about his performance last week that I really liked is that he actually drove the ball really well, which is easily the worst aspect of his game. And I trust the irons and the wedges and the putting um, enough where I was like really happy with how he drove it last week because I think that would be kind of my biggest concern here is that he couldn't drive it well. Uh, I've got him 40 to one. I really like him. That's a great name. Um, and he's like 33 now. Like, I, I really like him. I will say that for whatever reasons, like everyone talks about how good of a putter he is and everything, he like really struggles on like four footers sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, he, you're right. I don't know why, but he, he misses, misses so many of them on like on stream too. Like, we see them. Yeah. So if he, d- like, I'm just putting it out there. Like, he definitely could miss a bunch of shorties and not contend here, but there might be a chance he just makes them all and win. So I'm open to it. I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, also bet Ben on again, very obvious of just played well last week, played well here last year. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, this is a guy who was playing well over the summer. Like this isn't like a new thing. Like he just played well one week. Like he's actually been kind of trending and, and putting together good results. T12 last year, um, putted well, he's on to the, the broom long putter or whatever. And I just think it's a, just a great intersection of course history and, and recent form. And I think that if, you know, anyone can win this year. I, I think he is, is definitely has a very good chance. Yeah, just don't drug test him, and he should be good. Yeah, I yeah, he's and he matches it too. Like like I said, that Ludwig thing. He's gonna give himself wedges. Ben on will give himself wedges if he's driving the ball well. Yeah. Um. You bet Danny McCarthy forty to one. Um. You know, I think someone that's definitely being a little bit slept on this week. He played last week at Cap Lua, right? Yeah, he was. Uh, he finished like 40th or something like that. Yeah. Like nothing crazy. But if Denny McCarthy is playing like any type of good golf, he is so hyped up for this event or on this yeah. style golf course. Anytime you get Denny McCarthy on Bermuda with wedges, he can play well. And I just like the fact that no one's really talking about him. But I also like the fact that he's hitting his irons better than he has. This is the first time since 2020 where Denny McCarthy has gained over a stroke to the field with his irons in three consecutive events or three consecutive starts. And he has done that. He's on that streak right now. So 
The irons are obviously his uh, biggest nemesis, I guess. Maybe the driver too, but driving accuracy is fairly okay with Denny McCarthy. So getting the fairway, he's hitting his irons well. Bermuda, uh, has simple he, equation. Has he played here before? Yeah, nothing. He's made he's two made cuts, like middling finishes. Nothing to okay. write home about. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I like it. I agree that he gets very hyped up at like the Wyndham and, and other RSM events. And um, I think that um, this is a good spot for him. Um, I'm surprised his, his odds are a little bit higher. Like, I, I think that I agree. It, like, it's like a it's like a bad number. Like, I don't think that's like a, an amazing number. But I I, I do um, like the play. Worry about his ability to win, but obviously that's you know a pretty standard um, concern. I bet Jay Rose, but Rose to me is just the ultimate outright bet. This week, I would not bet him top 20, top 10, um, top five to make the cut. Like, I truly feel like Rose is very boomer bust this week. I absolutely could see him missing the cut, but I also could see him contending um, for the win. Course history is really, really, really good here. A bunch of top five finishes. Um, maybe a little Tom Kim at the Wyndham action off a really good round. Um you know, I think Chris Kirk, most people were like, okay, he got his win last year. He's not going to win again. I think feel the same way about Rose. So maybe he got a little bit of um, of inspiration from Kirk last week. But I, I like Rose. Yeah, I mean, I have no hard feelings about Rose. Obviously, wanted me to take it last year. I like him. Similar style golf course, too. Um, yeah, I just – I'm not really too high on his game right now. But I'm yeah. not. Like, I can see Rose. I can see Rose playing well here. Um, you bet Keegan, I think another guy, you know, maybe a little bit overlooked this week. I understand the case. Like, I actually do think that he's being a little bit, um, disrespected and he's, you know, you get him at 16 to one, which I think is a pretty fair, um, price coming off two wins last year. You, you think he can, yeah. he can win again? Ryder Cup snub, like just like Chris Kirk. Yes. Narrative season, narrative season. Gain four strokes or on approach at Kapalua. And this is an event like he plays like nearly every single year. Doesn't have the best course history, but he always hits the ball super, super well here and putts like shit. Now, I think putting for, for some reason at this course is super like sticky. Like guys putt really well here or guys yeah. putt really poorly here. Hideki, Corey Connors, like two cases for both sides. Uh, Keegan's on the bad side. But what I will say is he kind of found that new life with his putter last year. Uh, matched that with the ball striking, one in a similar style golf course. 60 to 1, like on, on Keegan Bradley, like he should have arguably been on the Ryder Cup Snow, uh, narrative season. Like I'm down. I'm down. You're in. You're in on, on my boy Keeks. Yeah, on your boy Keeks. Let's go. Um, I that's kind of it, like mid range guy. I only bet like three guys at 40, and then a bunch bet, bet a bunch of longer shot. Um, guys, but I bet two losers that can't win. Um, I like them both first round leader. They're both like 90 to one. Um, I bet Patrick Rogers, um, at 90 sneaky, really good week oh. last week, finished top 15. Um, again, had a couple chances to win last year. Um, obviously didn't, but why the hell not? Maybe some crazy stuff's going to happen. And Grio. I think Grio, this is a pure just course fit type play. He gave Grio a hard look. Where 
I just think this is the type of courses he plays well at, and he's 100-1, to and I can just kind of see it. I don't know why, but I really like him first-round leader. Like, I'm way more confident in him being first-round leader than winner. I I don't know his course history offhand, but those are kind of like my losers in like the 100-1 to um, range. Yeah, I went with Aaron Rye in this range. Just I, I was I thought about him, and then I saw the wind forecast, and I was like, "Wind, you play Rye." And this is first start of 2024, but his last two starts on the DP World Tour were T9 and T10, where he gained eight strokes ball striking. So I'm down. He loves wind. He loves wedges. So, and he loves coastal tracks. So this is it really like going to be windy this week? I mean, it was 22. I posted this morning. Uh, this morning, 22 on Thursday, 22 on Friday, and like it's on the ocean, so that should amplify it. So, so like Diffy yeah. Seas week. No, I wouldn't say Diffy Seas, but maybe like 17 under. That's my call. I like I like that. I honestly think like I don't think it will get much past 20. Like I think 17 to 20, which I think anyone can win at, in my opinion. Like I don't um, think that that is like an unattainable um, score by really anybody. Like I think last week there's some guys you could kind of cross off um, from that um, yeah. aspect. But um, what can you, I, okay. I bet Royo, Roy Hissanoon, whatever his name is. Rio Hissanoon. Um, Rio Hissanoon. French Open comp. Um, you know, on Jay Smith there. Do you think he's talented enough to win on the PGA Tour? Yeah, I bet him top j- Japanese at like plus 330. His really only competition is Hideki, who is like in horrible form. Um, so, yeah, I'm down for Rio. He is the next up-and-coming Japanese superstar, has all the talent in the world. Uh, just complete game, complete game. And, and he can very- win. Can win, confirmed can win. We watched that final round of the French Open. He showed zero signs over Morris, just was flagging everything while Jordan Smith was gagging it. So, yeah, I'm down. I'm definitely down for Rio. You're in. 101, good number two. You also bet auction, which I'm a little bit, I'm going to need like a hard sell here. Like, I, why would you, why are you betting auction here? Uh, coastal vibes, 88 to one in this field. Like, he already, he won on the Corn Ferry Tour at a very similar style of golf course in Bermuda on the on, on Bermuda, on with palm trees on the coast. He showed a lot of life last week, and he looked horrible on Sunday. The moment got to him, but I mean, he's a PGA Tour winner. He's a talent. Like this guy winning is no surprise to anyone. I mean, everyone says how talented this kid is. So wedges, he's super good at. The putter is a question mark, but he like led the field in putting last week. He's gonna come down with that a little bit. Um, hopefully he hits the ball a little bit better because he like lost two strokes on approach last week, which is very unlike Asha because he's a ball stri- ball striking bastard as we yeah. know. So, um, the wind should help him. Uh, so I'm gone. It was 88 to one. I didn't love it, but the number seemed way off. And then you also bet Ben Griffin a hundred. Yeah, Ben Ben Griffin was my uh, preseason one and done selection for this golf course. So you already Between- you went out of your way. You did the whole one and done season yeah yeah he was t12 here last year and all of his best results are on like short positional bermuda golf courses and i'm not worried about the break he came out of that two-month break after the saint jude and nearly won the sanderson on bermuda and he nearly played well at honda classic similar style golf course played well to rsm classic t8 lost three strokes on approach but 
Bermuda, he putts well. Uh, so yeah, I'm down with Ben Griffin off a of break, hundred to one. I honestly kind of like that that sell. I I definitely think that almost won the Bermuda. Yeah, Very no, it makes conditions. sense. I just I don't know if he could actually win. Like I don't I mean, know if he, he could like, but hundred to one is contended more than like an, yeah. an everyone. I agree. like in his range. I I actually agree. I think that's actually a pretty fair shout. Uh, I kind of like him first round leader maybe. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, I bet Matty Schmid 200 strictly just because um, I bet him in the fall and he's given me a sweat and I think he's really going to golf. Um, so that's just an easy one for me, like 200 to one. Like that's just an easy call. And then yeah, got to leader. So you, you're, he's on the first. Do you, would you like to share your first round leader card? It was, or? it's those two. It's those two. It's him and Russ. Russ Henley and Maddie Schmidt. Yeah. Like that and, is what you landed on. Yeah, because it's just for the it's for the it's for the uh for the for the uh content. I have to put out five bets a week for SGPN and those are two of them. And like it's not Maddie, it's not a it's not a full card. Maddie Schmidt just kind of spoke to you first round leader. Oh, he's always a first round leader guy in my head. Like I remember I, I tweeted a, a few weeks ago when he was like most tipped. I was like, Maddie Schmidt's going to be minus five through 10, and then he's going to finish there. And he was like minus five through nine and finished like minus eight. Like, that's just what he does. He comes out hot every single week. Like, swear, he does. Yeah. Put him on the, I'm put probably going to have to bet him. I'm probably going to have to bet him uh, first round later. And then I bet Buckley 200 um, For the just because, you know, I, he can't win this tournament without me. And 200 to one, like that's just an easy play. Will he win? No, like definitely will not. But maybe he's just like a, a a horse for course here. Like maybe this is just his happy place. Yeah, I finished my card out with Austin Eckgoat. Um, he was super popular like last spring, and then yeah. he like forgot how to hit all of his clubs. But his last two starts, a T8 and a T23, where he gained t- uh, RSM Classic and Mexico. He, in Mexico, he gained 10 strokes on approach. And he finished no, T12 he here last year. Yes, he did. Look at his Mexico. Fuck, I kind of like that Ekrod sale. And he, he finished T12 here last year. And he's hitting the ball like crazy right now. Plus four ball striking at the RSM. Plus 12 ball striking in Mexico. That's a, that's a false. I think you sold me. The Echo. Really? Like, it, it's, yeah. What are his odds? 125. Dude, I like that, man. He pl- he plays out of Oklahoma, and like there's windy ass conditions there. Like they and he always talks about. He always yeah. Like I'm down. I'm down. Dude, I might be in. Echo, like he gave like he, that he gave was us your, a sweat at Colonial. Like that was sweat, easy, but... that was your best sell of any of these longer shot guys. That was a quick one. No, I think Rye's the best pick. We now, no, like Rye is like. Way more difficult conditions. Yeah, fair, fair. Echo, yeah, though. I, he can make birdies. I'm. I think Echo could be like a classic. Like, remember when everyone bet him at like fifty to one at the Travelers? Yeah. He, he, I mean, he, he he won the U.S. Open. Yes, he did. In fact, win the U.S. Open. But he, I can already feel this happening, and that he him being first round leader and us not being on him. Where? That's what I'm. Like this week, like we we bet. That's why you just bet your outrights first round leader. Like so, you'll never have to worry. But no, I'm in. Like I think I have room for one guy. I was debating between a couple. Well, make sure you put it in the calculator so you're sure that you have. No, I'm good. Like I I was doing some math before. 
like we're good on a seven extra turn um, this week. It will be a, it will have a lot of names on the card, but I can rest assured that the strategy remains the same. Um, yeah. So I'm not I'm not too worried about it. But yeah, Eckroat, I'll trust you, the ball striking stats. Um, yeah, let's do it. And everyone knows he's good after a break. Um, everyone knows it. But I, if you honestly look at this event, like it it hasn't been like um, there haven't been a lot of winners where you could just be like directly look at Sony results. I mean, at TOC results. Right. Like, Your tweet was good. Your tweet was like good. some of the winners like didn't even play. Some like did not play well. No one, no one like random other than like Bobby and Gomez or like Pat and Kazire had like a really good like finish of a guy you wouldn't expect the week before and then went out and won the next week. So that kind of concerns me about like the postons and Ben Ons of the world, where like not that it can't happen, and I don't like getting too caught up in what happened last year, but Last year, the top three on the like top five on the leaderboard did not play Kapalua. Um, that's very interesting to be honest. Like, Kirk didn't play. Um, who's that short Asian guy? Um, SH Kim, no, not SH Kim. Um, whatever, I, I don't see Woo Kim. No, not see Woo Kim. Um, well, he, it doesn't he won this event, he won this event, yeah. But like, see Woo Hayden Buckley. Uh, what's that guy's name? He's like super short. Just look who who's Sony leaderboard twenty twenty three. Putnam didn't play twenty twenty three. I'm looking at twenty twenty two. Putnam didn't play. David Lipsky, dude. Ben Taylor, Ben Taylor, <laughs> dude. No, he's my guy. I, no, I I think this entire leaderboard did not play. I do not know a single person that played TOC on this. Like, I don't know who the highest finisher that played TOC is. Like, so JJ Spawn or Corey It's Tom. meaningless. It's, like, it's I, I do think it is kind of meaningless. Like, I think that someone could come out and win this not playing last week. And I don't think it's like someone absolutely had to play well last week. Right. So you can make a case whatever way you want, like the players exactly. in 2022 when the weather, the weather. Yeah, like you could do whatever you want here. Like it doesn't. Right. Um, it only helps your case. It only helps. It only case. helps your case. But um, I'm excited for this week. I feel a nice sweat coming. I, I'm excited to get back to my roots on my first round leader plays, and I, 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 I have high hopes for this week. I, I truly do. Yeah, I mean, we had a sweat last week. Let's let's finish all Hawaii's one. Who Hawaii's strong, I think. Who do you like one and done? Um, if not Ben Griffin, um, who did I select? JT Poston, maybe? Oh no, you I like wrote Poston it up. one and done? Like you're not worried about most tips? No, fuck. Who did who, I? Who who popular has zero chance to win this week? Who popular has zero chance to win? JT Poston, Corey Connors has zero chance to win, and um, just Justin Rose. So. Like two two of the guys I bet can't win. Well, J T. Poston can't win because he he hit his irons really bad last week. I feel like and everyone did. Like I literally think every single top finisher didn't hit the ball well. Yeah, that's like in weird. this field. Like the, I don't know if I trust the this. The I think that the strokes game data might be might might be nerfed. Oh, I think I mean Harmon's a good one and done pick. So like, where else do you want to use him? Like, like exactly where else do you want? RSM already passed. RBC. 
Who's the other? Patrick Hanley. Aaron Hills. Aaron Hills, yeah, I guess Scott. so. Um, yeah, Harm, and, Harmon, I think, is a good, good selection. Okay. Yeah, I think we yeah. went Rose. Um, so, but again, I I might have to go back on that because, again, I think Rose is boom of us this week. I could see Rose miss cutting, right? You can see that. Yeah, I, I think, I'd say, I mean, that's a good IRA bet, though. That's a good IRA bet. Yeah. Um, I apologize for the setup and everything. Hopefully, it's fixed next week. Um, but um, glad you could could come on. Um, you know, if you want to plug the the great work you you've been doing, um, you know, you're more than welcome. So where can everyone see your your articles and your your content? Yeah, just just follow me on Twitter. It's at Matt at Matt underscore Gannon underscore. Whole bunch of bullshit. Whole bunch of Division three college basketball sweats. Yeah, just you know you know what you know what the deal is. Uh, any questions, just feel free to reach out. Yeah, no, Matt. Matt loves his his betting on other sports. He loves betting on basketball games that like five people are watching. Um, like that's kind of his his vibe. But um, I'm going to St. John's, um, Providence tomorrow at the Garden. So we're we're gonna have to discuss some some early leans and some. some yeah, I know. I want you to post the. I want you to post the the the, the text that we had today. Yeah, no, that was pretty good. I actually chose what the spread would be. He said five and a half, and it was five and a half. Um, so I'm I'm impressed. Um, like you know, ball, but I think Johnny's first half is a, is a nuclear missile well play. No, I'm down. Yeah, I'll tell. First half. Yeah, I'll tell. Okay. All right, we'll do it. Uh, right. We'll see everyone next week for Amex. Probably boots on ground. Boots on ground. You're going. Yeah, I told you that. Why? I'm going to LA. For what? The Amex. It's not in LA. It's in Palm Springs. I know, but I'm going to LA, not for the Amex. But I'm going to visit a friend. I'm going to visit a friend. So you're you're excited for boots on the ground? Yeah, I'm excited. Like, Saturday, I'll be La there. Quinta. What are the three courses? Yeah. There? The the stadium, stadium course, course, La Quinta. PG, yeah, and, and PGA West. No, it's two courses. It's PGA West Stadium Course, PGA West La Quinta, I, I believe. Yeah, so there's three courses. No, no, no. PGA West is like the is like the name. Then it's like the stadium course and La Quinta. I think I don't think I think it's just two courses. But I'm just gonna monitor the nightlife situation. That's really what I'm most important, uh, most uh, excited for. So I gotta get on that. Okay. All right. We'll share everyone next week. Appreciate you hopping on, and um, let's let's just hit a bet this week. Like that, just one, just like literally one bet. Let's do it.